Welcome to Verftepot. On this podcast, we try to spark your curiosity by talking about exciting subjects or interviewing high achievers in the fitness industry. For you to make sense of our talks, we use the structure of what you need to know, what's nice to know, and what principles you can apply. My name is Tadeus. I'm the head coach at CrossFit Verfte. His name is Andreas. He's the owner of CrossFit Verfte. And in today's episode, we'll have a very exciting talk with Emilia Lepanen, a Finnish competitor at the CrossFit Games, but also the country manager for the Nordics out of CrossFit HQ. Okay, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Emilia. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, today we have a guest. Uh, it's uh, Emilia uh, Leppanen. Is that correct? You said it right. Yes, perfect. Um, me and Emilia met um, through the internet in COVID, uh, talking together. That sounds really bad, yes. by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we also uh, we also met through uh, coaches congress uh, in yeah. Stockholm. Uh, and uh, Emilia is the country manager of uh, CrossFit in Scandinavia. So uh, we're going to talk a bit about that in the podcast. Uh, Emilia also is in Madison as we speak and is going to compete in uh, the CrossFit Games, which is very interesting. So so we're also going to dig a bit into that conversation. Um, and I think that is at the moment now maybe the, the most interesting part. Uh, that is that you are... In Madison right now, uh, and um, how is it to 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 be in uh, at the CrossFit Games? Yeah, that's amazing. Basically, I think the dream for all CrossFit athletes always is to someday make it to the CrossFit Games, and then when you get here, and the whole town is covered in pictures of athletes, and it says like welcome to the CrossFit Games, and everyone's just like, hey, you must be competing, it's good to have you here. I think the atmosphere is just great. Yes. And it's, yeah, it's been like a long, long year of training and just like trying to get super fit and in good shape to the Games. And now we're finally here, like less than a week out from the competition. It's really good to be here. Yeah, that's fantastic. I have a. I just want to, before we go into the games and and the nerdiness, um, I'm a bit interested. A lot of our listeners are, are not at the games level, uh, but a lot of them are maybe at the beginning of their fitness journey. So, I'm wondering a bit. How was your start with with fitnessing, uh, training, uh, CrossFit? How did it? Um, how did it start for you? Yeah. Like, I've been uh, doing sports through my whole life. I started uh, rhythmic gymnastics when I was seven years old, and then I did it for 10 years. We were in uh, national level, and that was basically what I loved. And then, then I used to be a dancer for about five years, and once I broke my ankle, dancing in new york i went to crossfit to rehab mm. <laughs> my friends they opened the first crossfit box in my hometown Turku. <laughs> yeah in finland right uh, <laughs> it's in finland, finland yes 
Finland. In Finland. And they they told me that I should go and I promised that I will come and try for sure because I always test out everything new. I love trying like I do snowboarding and do biking and everything I love. Mm -hmm. But usually yeah. I won't have time to do like all the sports that I, I would like to. But then I broke my ankle with dance <laughs> and then I went to rehab in CrossFit and it was so different. Like there were guys, I'm used to dancing in a group with girls, always watching the mirror, mm -hmm. looking how you're looking. And then I went to the gym with no mirrors. There was a lot of guys and everyone's just like, oh, this is so nice. And, and just, you can do this. And I was like, wow, this is such an amazing community. And after I got my ankle fixed, I went back to dancing, but I noticed like, I'm thinking, what might be the word of the day in the yeah. CrossFit gym? <laughs> Sold. <laughs> what are they doing? And then I go to YouTube, like hang poor clean. What is that? I watched the movements in YouTube and I'm like, oh, I have to go to CrossFit today. So that was it. Like I was sold. Yeah. But. I mean, oh, yeah. how old were you at the time? At, at what age did you start uh, crossfitting? So I was 24. 24. All right. Mm. Yeah. So I, I was like, I did rhythmic gymnastics. So I was explosive. I was good with jumping and I was, mm -hmm. I had a good cardio, but I had zero upper body strength. I couldn't do a full proper push up. I couldn't do a pull up. So I was like beginner in there. Mm -hmm. But I was like eager to learn mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I never, never, ever in my first like three years of CrossFit thought that I could go to the CrossFit games. No, mm -hmm. no, no. But then I just like went, went to all the local competitions, the box competition, and mm -hmm. I, I, I always loved it for sure. And um, just like. At the beginning, I think also the progress is so fast. Mm -hmm. that Very fast. To, <laughs> I was able to just get better every day. You still get better every day, but it's not like I, I don't, I haven't steered, for example, my snatch in three years. That's okay. I might get better with the technique, but it's not like I can always get kilos on big lifts or so. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because uh, me and Therese, I don't know uh, completely Therese's story, of course, but my story is pretty similar. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not a... Um, dancing sounds fantastic. <laughs> so when I tell my story, it doesn't sound that fantastic because I did a lot of uh, frisbee golf. <laughs> yeah. So it's not the same as, as dancing. It's not that fancy, but it's pretty pretty interesting because my, my story is a bit of the same. I did that... Uh, we're at the world champion, European championships, and very competitive in that uh, area in my life. That was a bit before you, so we were 18 years old, 16, 17. Um, and um, very the same type of, I did CrossFit on the side to, to supplement for the Frisbee, mm -hmm. uh, but it, uh, it took over. <laughs> yeah. uh, and yeah. uh, you, Tadeus, you also have a, sp a sports background? Yeah, right. I, I played a team sport. It's not known outside the Netherlands, but it's called Korfball. Mm -hmm. And uh, we played Just it as at, fancy as Frisbee, it sounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a mixed team sport, right? And uh, I played at a national level. So all throughout my youth, I played that sport for like 21 years from whenever I was five to like 26. 
I played at a national yeah. level, uh, uh, the team I played in the club I played for won some national titles. And then uh, once I quit there, I actually got into CrossFit due to a patient of mine, right? He told me he had some shoulder issues while he was hammering on a tire and then climbing a rope. And I'm like, what is the sport you're doing? <laughs> All right, whenever you're you're fit again, I'm joining you for training. And that's it. I did one workout, was sold. And that's the same story Emilia is telling more that you were telling. Mm. Um, you, you go there and you fall in love like you like the training mm. but the surroundings yeah. the community and the uplifting spirit and the positivity yeah. and doing hard stuff and and getting a sense of conquering that getting better especially with those beginner gains that's what got yeah. me hooked yes um yeah i i um have one question in terms of where you went to and that's you said that you don't uh, believe uh, that you were ever going to go to the crossfit games so then i'm a, I'm a bit curious what what changed at first, no, I I thought those guys are like, I don't know, some sort of gods. <laughs> they are so freakishly Yes, you, you are. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw like a picture of Annie Thoris up there and she had like bricks on her abs. And I'm like, wow, that's like another level. <laughs> but um then it was a couple of years into CrossFit when I got like a job offer from Dubai, mm. from the Arab Emirates. And at, at that time in Finland, I was working like four different jobs and just running to places and training maybe with the evening class. And it wasn't like structured at all, my no. training. Loved to train when I could. And if I couldn't, then I couldn't um and then i got the job offer and i ended up moving abroad for being a crossfit coach i started all the ladies classes in that area mm -hmm. in arab emirates and it was the time when i had the chance to start training both morning and the afternoon so then my training just went to another level mm -hmm. But when I was just sorry, but when um, when did the mental uh, change for you? Like when when did you? Because I think it's it's an important thing if you do stuff like that to believe that you can do it. When did that uh, change? Did that cha change when you qualified, <laughs> or it's, did it start before that? <laughs> just when I suddenly was at the games. <laughs> yeah, I like I never have doubted my skills. Uh, like. I believe that I can always learn and get better. And I've always been like a hard worker. So it wasn't like, uh, like on the other side, I have, I cannot go to the games and the other side is I can go to the games. Mm -hmm. But I just maybe throughout doing all the hard work, noticing that I'm getting better, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting faster. I'm even learning how to run, which I hated. Uh -huh. <laughs> so just, by doing that work and noticing like how, now I can keep up with the better athlete then you start noticing okay I'm getting better my open scores are getting better I might make it to the regionals actually then when you get to the regionals you're out there with the field of like amazing athletes you're like hey I'm here with all these athletes so I'm one of these athletes and then it just you get that confidence throughout Getting the work done and getting seeing the results. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So 
that's a loop of positive reinforcements, right? You, you move yeah. forward and you get there. Is there one instance or one lift or one workout or one training block that stands out to you that made a huge difference in your confidence? Hmm. I wouldn't say I would pick out any one specific. Um, it's just probably all that, like I've had, I've been lucky, lucky to have good training friends, like people to train with mm -hmm. that are also want to compete and they want to go to the regionals. So I would train with these guys and we would have a nice setup of competing a little bit. And then, you know, just, Hey, I'm really good at this stuff. Um, but I'm not good at that stuff because those guys are beating me like hell. And yeah, it's just been, a long and big road of having good training and and enjoying the process i would say hmm. yeah that's attainable for everybody right train and enjoy the process yeah yeah let's hope everybody gets results like yes. that uh, <laughs> where you are at the games so of course we need to to we need to talk about the ambition for for uh, for the games for you well, like what what's the um, what are you hoping to get out of this weekend? And looking forward also, um, are you planning on continuing going to the games? Yeah, good questions. A lot of good questions. <laughs> <laughs> so last year I was competing elite individuals and this was just something like, okay, I'm gonna compete in the semifinals. I'm gonna earn my spot and get to the games. It was like a dream. Mm. Uh, the stack, uh, the field is really stacked in Europe, yeah. right? So it's just get getting to top five in semifinals is is tough. And once I made it, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go to the games, and I I'm just concentrating on being able to perform at my level, no matter what the result is. Mm -hmm. So that was last year, twenty one when I went to the games and just really enjoyed being there. I was competing, obviously. I was mm. wanting to do everything I can. And I, I didn't get sick. I felt good throughout the weekend and I had a lot of fun. So that was that was like something I wanted from the weekend because the year before 2019, when I went and competed, I was just like really nervous and couldn't enjoy at all then i fucked up most events and just cut, i just cut uh got cut yeah. on the early like third cut yeah. and then i left usa feeling not accomplished i didn't get to show what i can do and i also wasn't happy in how the weekend weekend went mm -hmm. Well, my goal was just to get back to the big field and, and really show what I can do. And then no matter what is the result, that's, that'll be good for me. Yes. And, <laughs> and this year, mm. then I chose to participate in the master's category. So I turned 35 this year. So I get to compete in the 35 to 39 category. Mm -hmm. So it's a different game this year for me. I'm, I don't know what to expect. I know the competition is going to be one day shorter than mm -hmm. for the end. So I'm really excited to see how it's going to plan out. 
this yeah. year. Yeah. Now I have already so much more experience. I know I can go into the weekend with having a clear plan. I know I'm not going to freak out anymore. <laughs> and I'm just going to do what I can and really enjoy it. Yeah. 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 And uh, we are going to stay here in Norway and share at least uh, and uh, for you. And uh, I think it's very interesting to to kind of um, the the one thing you're you're saying with uh, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to I have like for me, anything, it's a lot about doing it. So if you want to be really good at competing, you have to compete a lot. Uh, and the yeah. more you compete, the better you get at competing. A bit like the back squats and a bit like a lot, a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that's um, interesting or or or, or uh, nice for 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 a lot of people to 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 hear that it's not it's not given that you're really good at competing, but uh, I think you, yeah you get better out of doing it more. Yeah, and it, once again, it's very attainable for the everyday athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Just be there, have fun, get the results that you know you can get. And then slowly, once you get more experience, you start to go there with a different lookout. Oh, I got a plan. I might be good in this event or I might take this a little easier and mm-hmm. benefit from my strengths. So um, I'm very curious to see, Emilio, what's going to happen over the past uh, uh, weekend and, yes. and uh, how everybody's going to perform. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, let's transfer a bit the conversation uh, to... You have a, a very interesting background in terms of country managers because uh, a lot of them are uh, usually box owners and you have a professional background. Uh, so I wonder, can you explain to the listeners what is a country manager? What, what, is, the, what is your, your um, function in, in the CrossFit HQ world? Yes, absolutely. So we have different country managers and I think firstly the country managers came into role mainly to do translations to help uh, box owners to know what the HQ is sending you guys through emails and this and and just making media content in in each region's original language. Nordic countries, everyone speaks really good English. So this is not our main focus and it doesn't need to be our main focus. But in general, I would say my purpose is to be in in service of the box owners, helping with all daily tasks that might might come up. and, And then we also talk with the box owners and then get ideas, we get feedback, and through that we develop new things. Hmm. Can you give an uh, Can you give an example, Emilia, of, of uh, a subject or something you discussed with a box owner that then contributes to developing a new service or a new product by CrossFit HQ? So we would have like this affiliate partner network. Yeah, that's fairly new thing as well. Yeah. Uh, so then- let me explain, right, for our listeners, because they don't own a CrossFit yeah. box and they probably don't know the the yes, affiliate partner box- network. <laughs> yeah. CrossFit boxes, we call them affiliates. Yeah. And then we have an affiliate partner network, and this is for all the partners that want to partner up with uh, affiliates. Mm-hmm. They might offer different kind of discounts and make it easier for an affiliate owner to do their main core thing, which is to help people get healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I might yeah. with someone who knows a good good uh, company 
that gives a service that we actually do need and then we put it forward and hopefully this might go this guy might come up a partner in the in the network yeah and and you're you're responsible for scandinavia is that correct yes yes uh you've been there for for a year what what um what has been the if you evaluate that year what has been the most um rewarding thing you've done so far oh wow i think there are a few but the most rewarding is to be able to help someone in a difficult situation. I know it's been a couple of tough years throughout the COVID, so the problems might be sometimes financial, or it might be just some things that <clears throat> in the bottom of your uh, business, you are maybe doing something not so well. And then we get into the bottom of things just by talking and we find out some um, some solutions to the problems, which might be actually not that huge. Mm -hmm. But the owner maybe just didn't realize that he's doing maybe something not so well. And then we get into the bottom of the thing and we'll be able to correct it. Obviously, when we can help an affiliate to an affiliate owner to feel better and do better and be financially also stable, then he's able to help a lot more people, which is the ultimate goal always. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that is, uh, I think the role is super important. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, if, if the box, is not having a, a financial financial um, uh, uh, profit or, or is not making any money at all. It's, it's not going to stay around for long. So so it's very important that somebody comes in and help. Um, and I'm curious if a lot of our listeners are not running a box, but if you you've been you worked around other boxes and and um, uh, talked to a lot of box owners, if you personally go into a CrossFit box. What uh, what are you looking at? What 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 do you uh, what makes a a, a good CrossFit box for you? <laughs> the, well, obviously, the first thing is if I can find it easily. Is there signs everywhere anywhere? Mm -hmm. I find it. That's the yeah. first thing. <laughs> do we have signs? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I walk in, you you will immediately see with the atmosphere what's going on. Is someone going to greet you when you go in? Uh, I don't expect that there's like um, a receptionist working in every box because mm -hmm. it's not uh, it's not uh, possible for all everyone. It's great if you can have someone always greeting you when you go in. That's amazing. Um, but usually it's just that eye contact with the coach. Mm -hmm. If you notice when you go in, and then it's always when it's a great box. I know there's always people after the class who comes in and hey, who are you? And I love that just yeah. to have connections at the at the gyms. Yeah. Yeah. It's f funny that you say that, right? Because it has nothing to do with the quality of training. Nope. That's on top nope. of it, right? It's nice if you do some good training, but if you don't have the good community, then you, you miss out on something. It's like when we talk a lot about, you know, hiring good coaches. I think this is one of the most valuable thing for a box owner to get good coaches in your team. 
Um, we always talk about that. It's great if you have a knowledgeable coach who has maybe level one, level two and level three credentials and he's a great coach. But if he is an asshole, you don't need him. <laughs> yeah. You would rather have that great person who is always checking on people mm. and cares about people because you can educate him. Yeah? I, I agree. Do you yeah. agree with that? I hope you agree. <laughs> that means I'm not an asshole. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. we only have nice people. I think so. And, and we have agreed that you're going to visit also, Emilia, yes? Yes, yes. I am. Now she said yes. yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, uh, good. Therese, do you have anything around this uh, subject? Uh, well, um, it's your job, right, to visit a lot of CrossFit boxes. And, and we spoke about some things that stand out to you for a good CrossFit box, that mostly the community. Have you... You don't have to name what happened and where, right? But have you... You can. <laughs> yeah, it's not about shaming people on their heels. Uh, have you met some stuff where you were like, I haven't seen that before and I don't like it at all? <laughs> well, obviously, um, it always happens, but not often at all. No. Okay. I would say in general, in our countries, I'm speaking of our countries as mm -hmm. the Nordic countries, Yes. Uh, the quality is generally really good. The worst cases I've had are definitely somewhere abroad, other outside of from our countries. Yeah. And, and then what happens? Because you're kind of the affiliate owner's coach, right? How do you then coach them to say, hey, I think this might be a little sketchy or how do you go about that? Yeah, I can't really just go and say, hey, you should change this. <laughs> Do your shit better. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't and I won't unless no. someone wants to talk with me and asks for mm. advice. Mm -hmm. yeah. I won't go into anyone's face and push, this is my opinion and, and I think you should do this. But if the guy is generally like, um, genuinely, genuinely, I yeah. can't even talk anymore. No. <laughs> Um, asking for advice, I would be more than happy to share of what I think. Mm -hmm. And what I think is not the only right way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I cannot say that when I give my opinions, it's not what CrossFit says. Mm -hmm. But it's still my opinion and I know what usually works. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Good. Uh... Uh, I want to change the subject uh, again to uh, you are per definition one of the, the most fit athletes in the world. Um, you are a lot of our members are trying to be a bit fitter uh, than they were yesterday. Uh, and that's the goal, their main goal every single day. So uh, could you take us through like um, a, a normal day for you of, of how do you set up your day for success in terms of training and nutrition? Do you have any insights there for our listeners yeah and i would like to just remind everyone that um the day of an elite athlete compared to a day of a normal crossfit athlete is very different if you are aiming to be a crossfit games athlete one day then it it requires different kind of sacrifices and and time uh, used from you than it would be in, in like 
staying healthy and being happy and doing CrossFit as a sport that you love. Mm -hmm. Those are two pretty different things. And um, I think once you get to an elite level, it's the fine line of being, um, how would I say? Like it's a fine line, not going over the top. You mm -hmm. need to push the limit a lot and you have to train a lot. You need to do everything <laughs> a lot, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, yeah. You need to write the line of it being healthy, mm -hmm. if you guys know what I mean. Yeah, that's professional yeah. sports, right? Yes, that's yes. professional sports, exactly. And what I found out that uh, keeps me uh going basically like i love what i do so i love training really hard mm -hmm. and, and that's what you need you need to like it so that you want to do it from day to day but then probably it's a good balance that you really need to remember that hey i also enjoy spending time with my family and my dog so and i love cooking so i make sure i do those things outside mm -hmm. that i'm not only thinking hey is this is this gonna make me better or or is this gonna ruin my professional uh, goals mm. i am not 100 percent concentrated on only sport i need to have a good balance that helps me yeah um you asked about like daily routines exactly so what would that look yeah. like on a, on any given uh, wednesday morning how do you start your day yeah, I think the routines are pretty the same. I like to wake up on the same time. Then I make sure I get do something uh, for me in the morning. It might be like maybe I read a bit of book. Or this morning I really want to make a special coffee that takes a bit more time and enjoy that coffee. Have my time a bit. I take the dog out for a walk in the forest. And then I'm good. I get my brain sorted out. I go for training, I do some work. If I have a double training, I might do another training session. And throughout the day, I also make sure that I eat well and I eat enough. Yeah. And what is well <laughs> for you? Uh, I would say well is just normal home cooked food, like nothing fancy and make sure that I have the plate full. Otherwise I will run out of energy. So I think, I don't know if you guys have also like the plate model. <laughs> it's, it's the hair in Norway also, yeah. yes. <laughs> plate model. So I would just fill out half of my plate with all the salad and, and very, very colorful things. And then I would have one third would be rice or potatoes and one fourth would, I mean, one fourth, mm -hmm. one fourth rice and potatoes and one fourth would be the meat. Yeah. It's simple, but it works. So there's no uh, astronaut pill food where you just pour water on it and you have a complete meal that gets you I to hope. a professional athlete. I hope. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, and that's uh, we have the we have a nutrition challenge at Costa Vafta, which is based on that model. So um, we're very uh, fami familiar yeah. with with that uh, module, and um, also very fond of uh, Kiss. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, yes. which also makes it um, easier to attain for for a lot of people. I like the band Kiss as well, right? Yeah. I was made. And you I like, like to kiss as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that. No, all, all of that. All jokes aside, yeah. right? I, I pick up three 
out of three storylines, you as a professional athlete, you as a country manager for the Nordic countries, and you as a professional athlete, some principles that are really applicable for every day, right? As an athlete, enjoy the process, show up, enjoy your gains, or, or use that positive reinforcement loop. As a country manager, you show up, you talk to a lot of people, you try to help them. If you think it's out of place, you're, you, know, you, you don't overstep your boundaries. And then now when it comes to your daily routine, do something fun. Do something mm. you like. So you happen to have a, a, a job you like really much, but still do something fun for you personally. And nutrition wise, right. it's the simple thing, right? Divide up your plate into three parts. Go. Veggies, mm. protein, oh. some carbs. Home home cooked food. And I would say if you want to remember, just maybe cut the sugar. That helps always. Yeah. <laughs> cut the sugar? Yeah. Yes. Cut the sugar. That, uh, that helps. Also, if you guys would see what I'm eating throughout this week and uh, the games week, you would fall off from your seats. Yeah, you're probably fueling up, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Like the amount of food is crazy, but also it's not just healthy stuff. It's just whatever gives you the energy, right? Mm -hmm. We have chocolate bars and, and uh, cereals and everything on the table. Mm. But this is just because it's easy energy on the competition day. But yes. getting into this competition, I'm not using as much sugar just because it gets your inflammation up as mm -hmm. well. And then yeah. you're training hard, you catch a flu easier, right? Mm. So it's better to just leave the sugar out for a bit if possible. Yeah, so, so that's the peak of the pyramid, right? Now that you are a well-trained professional athlete and you're close to competition, this stuff happens. Mm. It's right. not, not every weekday that you show up and stuff your face with cake, I hope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Uh, I hope. I, I want to bring out the last thing before we summarize up, and that's... Um, you're on the, you are in the CrossFit world on the, on the inside. Um, is there anything uh, exciting happening around uh, or has happened that we should be know, know about? Is there anything uh, exciting that uh, is going to happen that uh, that um, listeners maybe are interested in hearing about? I think now there are so many cool competitions coming up in all the countries and the competitions are being licensed events. So it's CrossFit trademark and um that means that crossfit is kind of going in and saying this is a, a well-run event yes yeah exactly yeah. and they're um they can call it a true crossfit competition which always is is good for us so we mm -hmm. can get crossfit what more well known and more more people get to experience hey that's a crossfit competitions maybe let's go watch and mm -hmm. and and get to know crossfit in that way but i would just say like use these opportunities, go and watch competitions, make friends and, and socialize. It's the best thing that you can basically do. Yeah. 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 Fun. And, and um, um, uh, is it anything in the rumor of uh, CrossFit Games moving to Europe next week? No, next year? Next, next week. week. Next, <laughs> week. next year? Um, yeah. I I'm just going to have to say that I have no clue no. or inside no one has told me anything about this subject so of course we talk about it with the european team obviously we want the games to come to europe mm. we want it here bad but we have no idea when we've we've got some words that yes it will happen 
one day someday <laughs> is it now in in three years is it gonna be after the next five years period we don't know yet no but the goal is definitely to have the games in europe we yes. would we would love that then it's, it's a lot easier for us to travel we should keep on dreaming right yes or or <laughs> get to training and qualify yes that's the uh, two options <laughs> yeah or chair at least for the people we like yeah but hey, now it's it's amazing that we get the semifinals back, right? Yeah, that's so fun. at least we're able to travel to two events closer to you. So yes. that's perfect. We should yes. do that next year. Yeah, we should. Right? So maybe we should. Yes. Uh, I'll take you around Amsterdam. Fun. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> The yep. latest. I'm gonna come visit before that, but that's yes. the latest when I'm gonna see you guys. Yeah, perfect. That's good. Perfect. That's good. Um, no, uh, I think um, I really appreciate the conversation, Emilia. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, and um, uh, yeah. Tadeus is great at summar- summarizing things, so he did that in the past before I asked a couple of other questions. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, I really hope that your games weekend goes as you want to. Um, I hope our listeners uh, enjoyed uh, the conversation around the different topics. And um, in the future, we maybe will invite you again. Yeah, of, of course. Thank you guys for having me. It was a great chat. And um, I'm more than happy to join you guys later. Yeah, fun. Fun. Thanks a lot, Amelia. If you win an event, show us the Verf design, okay? <laughs> That's a piece. <laughs> no, no, it's the Verf design from now on. <laughs> Perfect. I will. All right. Thanks a lot. Have fun. Thank you. Bye.